My name is Erin Weideman, and you are listening to Heroes for Her. This series features candid conversations with real women who strive to balance their professional acumen with their personal values. Join me as I interview positive female role models who are working hard, loving others, and inspiring the next generation of girls to serve their unique purpose. Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Heroes for Her. My guest today is Heather Lindsay. Heather is a speaker, author, first lady of the Gathering Oasis Church, and founder of Pinky Promise, a nonprofit organization that encourages women to honor God with their life and body. You can find Heather's amazing blog, heatherlindsay.com, where she encourages women to be bold in their faith, walk in their calling, and to cut off ungodly relationships. Her books, Pink Lips and Empty Hearts, Dusty Crowns, A Perfect Recipe, The Runaway Bride, and the newest book, The Purpose Room, encourage women to say yes to God in a no society and to pursue Christ with their whole life. Heather, it is an honor to have you on the podcast. Welcome to Heroes for Her. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's really, it really is an honor. And I love your book. So does my daughter. Oh, thanks so much. That's such a blessing to us. Heather, would you just take a little time right now to introduce yourself, talk a little bit about, you know, being a wife and a mom and just share a little bit about your personal testimony, your journey and your walk with the Lord. Sorry, that was kind of a long question. And just, you know, walk us through just your background a little bit and how you've made it this far on your faith journey. Okay, so I first gave my life to Christ back when I was in college. But what pushed me to Christ was a really bad, dysfunctional relationship. I am adopted, and I found that I dealt with a lot of like rejection, abandonment. So I found myself tying myself to a lot of unhealthy, ungodly relationships. And I kind of got sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was tired of being in yet another abusive relationship. And I sense now, I now know it was God drawing me by his spirit. But I went and got saved, gave my life to Christ. And he just put this fire in my belly to live for him. It wasn't saying, I'm not saying I was perfect after that, but I definitely learned to pursue Christ. And then I got married. I met my husband and we waited to kiss until our wedding day. It was about a year and eight months. And I decided, you know, I want to finally do things right. I want to honor God. And then I met my husband and decided to, you know, live for, live for God that way. But after I got married, it's almost like the Lord put this passion in my heart for people that were still single or people that were married, just to encourage them to live for God and like choose the right one and walk by faith and don't give your body to all these random men because you don't feel good about yourself kind of thing. So I birthed Pinky Promise, which is just a decision to honor God with your life and body. And it's for those that are married and those that are single. So yeah. So how did you, will you just give like an overview of how you even started Pinky Promise? So you have this idea, you're like, I want to figure out a way to get people like committed to the Lord and get women walking in faith and just knowing and trusting God. Like, where did you start? And then how did it become what it is today? Because it's so much more than just where it started with the bracelets and then going to small groups and now it's the big conference. So it's, it's gone through this progression. So will you just walk us through that? Sure. So I remember, you know, praying about the thing is Pinky Promise has been Pinky Promise for a long time. Back when I was first got saved, I'd host these big sleepovers and I'd have all these girls come over and I would provide snacks and like I'd make little gift bags and I'd like give them photos with like frames of like them and I together. And I always had this idea of getting women together to encourage them with the word of God. So fast forward, I started a blog and my blog started to get passed around and it started to pick up some traction. But I remember making a bracelet and I put it online. Remember those, what would Jesus do bracelets totally. from like way back in the day. So I, I wanted to do something just to encourage women to honor God with their life and body. So I made a ton of bracelets. I went to a bead shop, learned how to make them. And I put them online 
And I look up and I'm thinking like maybe, you know, five or 10 people will buy them and feel sorry for me. No, I'm on back order for six months. I'm not kidding. And there was hundreds. I mean, when I say hundreds of thousands of orders going out, I was so confused. My husband was confused. Everybody was confused. And so then I started, I had to hire people to help me make these bracelets. So it's crazy. All this stuff is happening. And then I realized God really burdened my heart. Yeah, it's great that people are buying bracelets, but they need their mind renewed. So then I started the Pinky Promise movement, the small groups. So now we're, gosh, we're about 50,000 women in over, gosh, I think 300 countries, something crazy. And women are getting together on a regular basis, meeting, praying, spending, being accountable to one another, walking by faith together. And after that, I decided, you know what, every year I want to do an annual like get together, just like my sleepovers I used to have back in the day. But instead, I want to do it conference style. And so now at our conferences, um, I'm excited about this next one be- this year because we have Lisa Bevere coming and we just have a ton of, I mean, it's like worship, 24 hour worship at night, clothing swaps. And the clothing swap is where people bring gently used items and they swap them with other women. And it's something I used to do in my small sleepovers back in the day. So I literally just took it small and just made it bigger. <laughs> so awesome. So we had Lisa Bevere on. I think she was our episode 23. And for the listeners that want to go back and haven't caught that episode, it's episode 23. She is she is so awesome. She's amazing. I love her. Like, I just love her for this generation. She really is awesome. No, I think too. And, and just people like you and her who are not afraid to stand up and to help women feel empowered to rise up and to really just step into what God is calling them to. But I want to go back for a second because you said God put on your heart just you know, it, it, was it in your quiet time with him? Did he just give you like that word for, you know, to, to begin Pinky Promise and, and why? I mean, I guess my question is, how did you know that was from the Lord? I mean, in what way were you sure that that was a way that you needed to step out? Because a lot of times we feel like God might be calling us to something, but we might be confused or the noise of the world is so loud. We can't discern properly when it's God's voice and when it's something else or something personal inside us. Okay, so it's funny. About two months before that, I had an idea of bedazzled like journals and shirts, like cross shirts and all this stuff. So I took the idea to my husband, and he told me that I miss God. And I'm like, "What? You're crazy! I know I didn't miss God, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna spit. I'm just gonna shut up on that one." And so I just kind of, you know, walked away. I was like, "Fine, I'm not gonna do it." And the thing was. At the time, I knew that God was calling us into full-time ministry, which means I would be leaving my job. My husband was already in full-time ministry. And so I was praying about ways where we could bring in income, where we could still, you know, make sure we're honoring God. And I wanted to, I really wanted to tap into the entrepreneur spirit because I'm an entrepreneur. I mean, even when I was a little girl, I would, I was that person selling lemonade. And I also had like, sounds crazy, but like I would flip donkeys and like goats and horses. We had a farm. So what I would do is- What do you mean by flipping donkeys? (laughs) Okay, okay. Let me explain. We we immediately need more information. Okay. (laughs) What I would do was I would team up with another person in my 4-H and I would take their donkey and my donkey and we would have the mate. And then it would produce a baby and we would sell the baby and split the cost. When I say I was like a little baby hustler, I was like- (laughs) When I say I was an entrepreneur from a child, like I've always had that desire to have my own business and, you know, pursue whatever God wanted me to do. So that's what I mean. Like I'd flip animals in the sense where to make profit. But that's what my mother did, too. I mean, it was like 20 some of us. And so that's what she did on the side. And she got me involved in that. But fast forward, how I knew it was the Lord is because I prayed about it. He told me to do it. And then I took it to my husband and he was more than on board about it. But even when I was single, 
I would step out on faith and do things. And I'd find out quickly if it was God or not. And most times we just need to step out on faith to see. And I remember I was like begging God. I was like, God, what if I miss you? And he told me, if you miss me, I'll find you. You know what I mean? And so I had to learn that. And I'm willing to this day, I will step out on faith. I will I mean, full steam ahead as the Holy Spirit leads me. But I took the idea to my husband and he just, he's like, man, that's a God idea, Heather. Like I could see this, you know, really growing and I could see it really helping people and all that good stuff. So that's pretty much how it was confirmed. The thing is, the Bible's clear. God's sheep hear his voice. So I know the voice of the Holy Spirit. And I was so sure that this was what he wanted me to do. And I didn't know it was going to turn into a really big, you know, boutique and everything else. But I just wanted to honor him. And I truly believe it was him. And yeah, it was. Well, I think everything that you do really shows that you're honoring God. And I think it's so cool to watch all of the ways that God is opening doors and just exciting opportunities for you. And I think I think as Pinky Promise has grown, like one of the things that I've really enjoyed watching and seeing like your contribution to making this bigger and something that's for God and that's God-driven and God-breathed is all the videos on your YouTube channel. And if you have not checked out Heather Lindsay on YouTube, you can do a quick search there and find all sorts of encouragements and Bible studies and just like even, I mean, the most recent video that I watched was from November, right before Christmas. And it was, what does it mean to be a godly woman? And you Mm -hmm. did this amazing focus on just the word discipline and what it means to be disciplined in your walk with God, what it means to submit to God, what it means to be disciplined in how you choose to behave, being content with your current assignment. Like, how do you, I mean, in your quiet time and the time you spend with the Lord, how do you approach interacting with his word? I know as a mom of a young, you know, my daughter's two and a half, I'm always Mm -hmm. looking for ways for, for us to interact with the Bible together. And sometimes I feel, if I'm being totally honest, a little bit intimidated to like tackle the word and how am I going to like pour this into your life in a positive way, even though she's so young. So I know speaking over her is a good thing to do, but how do you approach your quiet time and your Bible study time with the Lord? And how has that sort of guided your closeness with him? You're growing your relationship with him. Well, I approach him like as my father. And that's the thing. Like if when I first got saved, I was like, all right, God, if I'm supposed to get to know you, then I need to spend time with you. And so what I would do is I'd turn on worship music. And that always helps me because I believe that God inhabits our praise. So the first thing I always do is just turn on worship music. And that's really helpful because I believe that it breaks the chains of what's going on in my heart and, and maybe frustrations and different things. So then after, after that, I get quiet and I begin to pray. I pray in the Holy Spirit and I pray in English and I go back and forth and I'm pacing and I'm walking and I'm talking. And then the Lord usually tells me to stop. And then I grab my journal and I just let him talk to me and I just write it out. And then I like to take it and apply it. And the cool thing you mentioned about your your child at night, my son will see me reading my Bible or reading a book and he'll, he'll come over and he'll say, mommy, read it to me. So I, I just start reading it to him and I just start reading to him and I find that he picks up things. So then when he began to pray, like he prays and he'll say words that he learned from me reading a certain book. So it's amazing to me how much children are sponges and how they can pick up things and run with them. So, you know, if you're a mom, like don't be afraid to like say a big word. That's a good thing. It's going to develop your babies. But yeah. No, I think that's really cool. I want to touch back on something you said a second ago, because I think you talk a lot about garbage and that word garbage. Like every time you say it, I'm like, oh, I know she's just talking about exactly what I think about all the time, which is like, what's going in? Is it garbage? And then is it coming out as garbage? And typically it is. So I want to stop there for a second because I think the social media piece, and I know as moms, you know, and, and obviously my daughter does not have a phone. She's two and a half years old. She's not there yet. 
But there is something to be said about putting the phone away and being strategic and intentional about the time you're spending with the Lord and having it be free from distraction. So how do you, I mean, you are a busy lady. You are doing tons of things. You're launching a new TV show. You've got all these videos and all the conference stuff going on and speaking and just, and you're a full-time mom to two kids and a wife and not even in those orders did I mention all of those things. So how do you carve out this time that you're spending this quiet time that you can just be alone with the Lord to hear from him, to quiet down all the noise. What does that look like for you? Well, I think it's important that you have a village or if you don't have a village that when your kids are sleeping, I think sometimes we need to maybe leave the dishes in the sink and leave the laundry unfolded and go spend that time with the Holy Spirit. There's times where I have to wait for the kids to go to sleep to have my prayer time, my quiet time with the Lord. I like to do it in the morning because it sets my mind and it prepares my mind for the day. It's hard for me to do it at night because I feel like I'm a little distracted and I'm tired. I don't want to give God the least part of my day. I want to give him the best part of my day. And I have learned to practice spending time with the Holy Spirit. So because I practice it so much, when I don't spend time with God, I just don't feel right. Like I miss him. Like I want to say, I crave spending time with him. So I think that I've gone so many years of being intentional about waking up and spending time with God before my day gets started. It's become my life. It's become a part of me and I enjoy it. It's almost like, you know, I, I get to meet him with my, I take my tea to my prayer room and I get to sit at his feet. There's times where I need to put my phone on airplane mode because a million people are texting or calling me, but that's the time I need with the Lord. And then when the kids come in, I encourage them to go right back out because I'm like, you need me to spend this time with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I think that it's important that we understand that you can't pour out of an empty cup. Like if you are drained and you are tired and worn out and you're not spending time with the Lord and you're not giving an opportunity to pour into you, then it's like you're too busy. Then you need to cut back on something. Definitely. And it sounds like too, I mean, even in your time and growing as someone who's married and trying to develop and really have a marriage that thrives and then, you know, and then you guys experiencing, you know, motherhood and fatherhood for the first time, like really growing as a family and creating that family unit that is growing together. It's so exciting to hear about all of the things that you're working on. And I want to talk about the new TV show. So what are some of the details? I know it's coming up and it's, it's launching and you're getting ready to tape. And can you tell us anything about the Heather Lindsay show? I am so excited. Okay, first sidebar. When I was little, I would have like all my family members sit together and I would like have Ricky Lake on. And I was Ricky Lake. Like I had my little fake microphone. And I and I was like, I'm gonna be a talk show host when I get big. And it's just so funny that God actually brought it to pass. But I'm really excited about my show. It's gonna be all things like woman, motherhood, working woman. I start taping next week, but it airs February 18th at 5.30 p.m. It's going to be on Saturdays at 5.30 on the Word Network. You can also find it online and all that other good stuff. But I'm going to be talking about things that I feel like we deal with in our generation from balancing being a mother, a working mother, and it's talk show style. So I get to host, produce it, and cast the different people that I want on the show. And I'll, I'm going to do things about going into ministry or things about, you know, being an entrepreneur or, you know, waiting to kiss until your wedding day or I'm single, I'm still single, why kind of thing. Or can guys and girls be just friends? So those are just some of the topics that I'm going to be recording. I believe I'm recording about 30 shows this season. So I'm really excited. So awesome. So how are you going to break down? I mean, there are so many topics to include. Like, what's really on your heart as far as? what to talk about? You know, I just, the thing is I have been coming up with topics in my head for, since the last time I hosted TV, which was like almost 10 years ago, I've always wanted like a platform and a place where I can bring the gospel of Jesus. That's always been my focus. So the topics just come on. I write them out, whatever the Lord puts on my heart. I look at it like, like my YouTube channel, but just 
with better production. (laughs) (laughs) So you've been approached by a couple of different networks before to do a show. Like, why did you feel, I mean, obviously, like, this felt good. It felt right. It felt like it was from the Lord. So that's why you moved forward. But in all of those opportunities that you had in the past, how did you know they weren't the right ones? I mean, did, did you just feel wrong about them? Like, how did you know to wait until this moment? Well, the crazy thing is I've had really big networks reach out to me to do stuff, but I felt like they were trying to mock my walk with God. Mm. And I felt like these shows, I felt like it was a mockery of God. And my other issue with a lot of these shows is that there was going to be other people on there, like other preachers on there, other believers on there. And I can't control what they say. You know what I mean? Like I can't control it in the sense where they're going to be co-starring too. So I can't control what they say. So if people come and watch the show for me, they're going to see them. And then I'm going to be responsible for the seeds that are planted based on what they're doing, whether it's right or wrong. And so I I can't control that. And that makes me nervous because I'm like, I don't want to ruin my witness. You know what I mean? Like I want to push people to Christ. So I've actually had about 10, 10 different shows and networks reach out to us, but we've declined all of them until this moment because I, I like the idea that it's my show. It's a Heather Lindsay show. I have control over it. We do have another show that we might be entertaining a little bit, but it's, it'd be just our family. And we like that. We like that it'd be a good family show and we're entertaining it. We're going to see what the Lord does, but we're patient. We're not trying to be famous. We really want to push the gospel of Jesus. And that's it. That's all we want. We just want to serve him. And that's why it's easy for us to say no, because if it doesn't glorify God, we're not doing it. And I love that too. And I and I just, I wish that for my own daughter. And I pray that over my daughter a lot to just have the boldness and the confidence to speak the gospel and speak the name of Jesus over our society and over everyone's lives. Like you do that with with just bravery. And I, and I love and to everything, the glory of God always, but I just, I'm really inspired by the work that you do not because of like this huge thing that you're creating in terms of media or like what you're putting out into the world, but that it is focused solely on Jesus and that you're not afraid to say that. And you're not afraid to declare the gospel in, in the places that it needs to be declared. Amen. Amen. You're so awesome. I noticed that you have a little friend who's jumped in to um, the interview. Logan is here. <laughs> As we're wrapping up, we do a fun thing at the end of each episode called The Scoop. Are you ready? Yes. First question. So obviously this show is called Heroes for Her. We are all about highlighting real heroes, positive role models for girls. So Heather, when you were a girl, who was your hero? Wow. Who was my hero? I think when I was a kid, my hero, hmm, did I have a hero? Oh, you know what? My hero was my sister, mm. Kimmy, who passed away. Yeah, I looked up to her, and and then she passed away. I guess it's a sad hero, but she passed away when I was 16. But she, from a young age, from, I mean, when I was little, I wanted to be her. Catwoman, all those people, like, those weren't my heroes. Like, it was my sister. She loved God. She preached the gospel. Everybody bawled their eyes out when she preached. Like, she just, she was such a, a warrior, and she was an amazing woman. And she passed away when I was, she was 21, and I was 16. So, yeah. She's still my hero. (laughs) No, that's awesome. Okay, next question. What is a piece of advice that someone's given you that has impacted your life in a powerful way? A piece of advice that somebody has given me that has impacted my life. A funny advice that my mom gave me when I first got married is she told me to get a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because I started Pinky Promise after she told me to get a hobby. Because I got so wrapped up and worked up and, you know, my husband, what are we doing every day? I'm going to have children yet. And I was probably a little bit of an obsessive wife. 
And, you know, my husband wanted to go to the gym. I'm like, I don't want to go to the gym. I just want to do everything together. My mom's like, you know what, honey? You need to get a hobby. <laughs> you got to be your own person. <laughs> you be your own person. Totally. So don't lose your identity. You know what I mean? You can be better. Your marriage will make you better. And so, it, and it has. And so I guess, I guess I would say get a hobby. <laughs> so good. Last question. If you uh-huh. could have a secret superpower, what would it be? If I could have a secret superpower, it would be probably flying because we travel so much and I'm so tired of getting on the airplane. <laughs> if I could just show up in places, like just Yeah, can I just be up. here? Yeah, with all my stuff. <laughs> like, like we're going to Africa and Dubai next month and I'm just like, can I don't have to take the 18 hour flight. Just let me just snap, snap my fingers. My- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing. So- Hey, Heather, where is the best place? I mean, you have so many things going on. If when you know the people that want it, we want to point them to you and, and help them find out more about what you're doing and Pinky Promise and the new TV show. Where is the best place for them to go to find you? Um, HeatherLLindsay.com is my blog and it has connections to everything we have going on. Conference, TV show, and all that good stuff. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks so much, Heather and Logan, for being okay. here. We love you guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed our conversation, please be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. If you have any questions, thoughts about the episode, or ideas about how we can come together and support our girls, we would absolutely love to hear from you. You can email us at hello at biblebells.com. Just let go.